2: Being brought to us by Morongo Casino Resort and Spot. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Beto is in the house. Yep. Crushing it. Yep. Watching Harvard with a 27 10 lead Let's now. Let's go, Over baby. Cornell. Make it 28 after the yeah. PAT. PAT. And here's baseball with what we need to know.
3: Well, guys, LAX has reached a major milestone completing a construction project that fixes a problem that has plagued travelers there for years. On Wednesday, LAX announced that passengers can now go from terminal to terminal, all terminals that is, without having to leave and re-enter through security. The passenger improvements were made possible by the completion of the connector between Terminal 3 and the Tom Brady International Terminal. Passengers who can catch a connecting flight through LAX, like I said, no longer have to leave and re-enter security, but... Additional improvements are still coming because the much anticipated automated people mover will open up in 2024. So that means there's going to be a lot more easy access between all of the terminals. Mm.
2: I think it's lovely that there's a Tom Brady terminal. I think it's very nice.
3: Tom Bradley. Did I call it Tom Brady? I'm so used to calling it (laughs) same Tom Brady.
2: (laughs) I mean, it's so funny when you said that. I was like the Tom Brady terminal. Uh, Yeah,
3: you know the Tom Brady terminal. I'm like, wait a second, Tom Brady? Really? There's a terminal
4: at LAX called the Tom Brady terminal? I Uh, I let it go.
2: You know, let it
3: go. You (laughs) shouldn't. Well, I'm glad you corrected me, Cappy, because you know, no, because we all know what you meant. We all know
4: Tom Bradley, legendary UCLA.
5: My friend is a huge Patriots fan, and he always calls
3: it. Tom Brady. I yeah. mean, we talk so. about Tom Brady so damn much on the show, Capy. Well, yeah, listen, we talked brain. about him yesterday. We, your boyfriend, Cap- boy collectively, friend. because every time Cap brings it up, it, it we stirs a combo, You know, well,
2: dude, think about it like this: you you have T O M B R A D, and then you know there's that L in there getting in that way. Sorry. I mean you could just you, Sorry. could just, you could just, you could just go from Sorry. Tom Bradley to Tom Brady very, very quickly. We
3: should just start calling it the Tom Brady Terminal from I now mean, on. They should just rename it that. Pretty much. Why not?
4: Why not? Not gonna that lie, awesome. don't know
3: who Tom Bradley, Bradley is. So Tom Bradley was the mayor of L.A. played right. at
4: UCLA. Uh, he was also the police chief at one time. I don't Does that know sound right? That? No, I don't know about that. No, that doesn't sound right. But he was uh, the first black mayor of L.A. That's right. Uh, did a big lot of stuff politically. Um, yeah, he first black mayor of L.A. A uh, lot of politics for him.
3: I mean, I don't even know who Cleveland's airport is named after. Cleveland Hopkins Airport. I have no idea.
4: Uh, it should be after Bernie Kozar. It should. Uh, yeah, totally. He was a, he was a cop. He, he started as a
2: police officer. That's yep. right. Yep. He, he went to
4: Youngstown State. <laughs> he did. <laughs> go Penguins. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there you go.
2: That's what you need to know. It's being brought to us by Morango Casino <laughs> Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. So, okay. so Dodgers, baby. The, Dodgers. Go, yeah. Going into this weekend, with everything that's going on between the Lakers tipping off the preseason... Yep. LAFC moving into the postseason, the Rams with a huge game. And by the way, just a, a side note on the Rams, because I know we talked about this earlier, and we talked about it from the Cooper Cup perspective. Did you see the story today that the Eagles have ruled out Fletcher Cox for this game, one of their defensive linemen? And that's kind of the strength of their team is their yeah. pass rush and their D-line. Uh-huh. So to me, that's another reason why I'm feeling good about my pick, that the Rams will pull the upset of the Eagles this weekend. You're really strong on that, huh? I wasn't really that strong on it earlier in the week, but as Cooper Cup is going to come back, and you said it earlier, whose decision do you think it is that Cooper Cup is coming back? I said Sean McVay because I I would think McVay would protect him from himself, but you said,
4: no, Cooper Cup, it's his decision. Yeah, the decision, I would, look, he's got enough juice and equity in his career to figure out when he's going to play and how much he's going to play. He tells uh, Sean McVay, hey, this is what I got for you today because he's earned it. You know, a, a rookie or second-year guy, third-year guy? No, you can't do that. But Cooper Cup is going to make—the dude works out so hard in the offseason, right? There, there was a story about him where he uh, built a gym inside a barn in Oregon, right, where he works on this crazy track just to make sure he gets every single advantage that he has. This guy is all about his physical condition. And it just sucks that the hamstring is hurting him like this. And it's a really bad – for you to be out that long – I mean, hamstring injuries are tough no matter what. But uh, this severity where he had to go see specialists in Minnesota and to come back right now, so he's going to make sure that he's looking out for himself in his career. And As every single professional athlete should, you shouldn't have any kind of, oh, i got to get out there for the team attitude anymore. There's way too much money out there because you'll get replaced quick. Well, but that's my point, that that if he – feels
2: that he's ready uh-huh. given the uh the cred that he has then i think that if he's putting on a uniform i expect him to be 100 if he's 100 percent, i expect him to be targeted 10 times and if now all of a sudden you put cooper cup on the field with puka who's had this incredible start to his career um and and matthew Stafford, who's look good look the whole thing is is can this rams offensive line hold back this this philly defensive line and now you got fletcher cox not going to play i'm i'm thinking the rams are going to pull the upset and I, by the way, I haven't picked him to win one game this whole year. I'm serious.
4: So I'm going for it this week. Go for it. I am. And right there on the lead on ESPN, Cooper Cup on track. Mm-hmm. Wait, Chase Claypool went to the Dolphins? Oh, dude. Yeah. Whoa.
2: Chase Claypool today. Uh second round pick. Right. Wide receiver. Really? Yeah. He he was like That's persona non mist. grata with the Chicago Bears. Yeah, Like healthy scratch, not available, oh, not traveling mess. with the team, pain in the ass. Get rid of this guy. Get what you can get for him. Hey, a
4: second round pick's pretty good. And I get to go to, so let me get this straight. I I become a pain in the ass and I go to the Dolphins, who has a quarterback that's slinging it all over. That's what I said. And a group of of wide receivers that are the fastest in the NFL. Another factor of do not be loyal to these billionaires, man. Worry about yourself because your career is very, very short. To be on a terrible team
2: like the Bears? Uh Uh-uh. Yeah tell me this um this weekend so we were talking about all these other events that are going on there's so much going on man. right so so the Dodgers would you say that you know game one and I think we're off on Monday because well actually there's a Laker game on Monday a Laker oh. preseason game so we're not making it onto the air on Monday because of the Laker preseason game although really? uh, Lindsey baseball have are you heard sure? about this
4: I I think so Funch, are we, we are, get, is we, there a Monday game there is a Monday game but oh it's a six o'clock game oh yeah
3: yeah, because the, the pre, our pregame show starts at 4.30.
4: Right, but you know that- um, It's an hour and a half pregame show? Yeah. yeah. They, they haven't sleep in the past two two years. years. Yeah. Well, I'm only worried about half and post. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't have to worry about what happens pre. Because pregame, I'll be at the art house
2: grubbing. But uh, Ireland, I think, is off on Monday, and I think that corporate Greg asked me to fill in with Mason on
4: Monday nice. from 1 to 4.30. Nice. Oh, They're in Vegas. That's what it is. I think uh-huh. John might have like some corporate things around to do or whatever okay and all I right. think save your voice man yeah I mean so yeah I, so you fill in with mace
2: so I'm gonna fill in nice. with mace on Monday good for you right we can talk about going to Craig's for dinner one to 430 all right yeah mark it all right cool so so besides the Dodgers and I want to come back to it but are you like are, have you looked at the NFL weekend are you are you in on the, the NFL
4: weekend can't, yet, can this is Look, I am betting Harvard against Cornell. Yeah, okay, that you was don't a think stupid I, question. <laughs> right, got, of course. I got action going all over the place. Well, let me ask you this. But no, I'm all in because look, this is. I grew up with no NFL in LA, um, so when he came back, I worked on the Charger uh, post game show. Right, Madeline Smith hooked me up. Weak. not week, fantastic. Weak you know what weak they? Sauce. You know what the Chargers did? leaving San Diego, they created jobs in LA, Jack. Mm, That's yeah. what they did for right, people they, at Sofi. Mm-hmm. When they go in to play the games, now you got games there. They, I worked on the post game; it was cool, fantastic, good times working with the Chargers. Um, but Week. you got into it, right? I got into, I, and now there's football going on. So tomorrow, my day—I mean, besides the the girls' soccer game in the morning, um, college football all day long. Uh, definitely, all about the Dodgers. Uh, you know, cyborgs fighting down in San Diego. I mean, might be have that on another screen. Sunday is all about football, man. It's it's that time of year where yeah. you have the computer, and you have everything up. Yep, everything. This happening. is why I don't know. I I can't go to a bar to watch. I gotta I gotta get the YouTube TV going
2: uh usc arizona tomorrow yeah i'll have that i'll have like half an eye on that one okay yeah me too um washington state at ucla tomorrow not really uh, not, washington not. state's number 13 I, I think ucla would be in big trouble it's, in this it's, game it's, i think
4: it, it, Cappy, it's baseball season right now i understand it's you, we're talking about
2: college football day tomorrow hey coach prime and colorado at arizona state so yeah I'm uh, keeping not, eye. i am keeping thought you were doing coach prime no no i'm you know why because Coach Prime's team didn't get blown out. See, I thought they were going to get blown out, and then the story would be over. But the fact that they made this incredible comeback, all of a sudden I'm back into Coach Prime. Okay. But then Sunday, um, I'll tell you a couple games. The, the Cowboys and the 49ers. Yes, game of the week. Right. But let me ask you something. Have you, have you kind of looked at this? Because as much as everybody hypes the 49ers and the Cowboys are four-point favorites, I went back just to look a little bit earlier. Because 49- it's in Dallas.
4: That's why they're favorites, right?
2: Um, actually, I think the game's in San Francisco, and I think they're the the favorites. Oh, the Niners are the favorites. Niners are favorites okay. by four. Okay. So the 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 Niners uh-huh. they beat the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Nobody thinks the Steelers are good. Mm-mm. They beat the Rams, who, by the way, the Steelers the, suck. The, the Rams compete. <laughs> we, we know baseball. We Cleveland. Like, we no, get they it. do. They, their defense is good. That the yeah. defense is better than the offense. They got no quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Little hands. So, so the 49ers beat the Steelers. Uh huh. They beat the Rams in what was a competitive game that the Rams put you know. They played them pretty hard. Yeah. The Rams they, are gutty, man. They're coming out there playing hard. Right. They beat the Giants, who are terrible. Uh-huh. And they beat the Cardinals, who right. nobody thinks is any good. Correct. For the Cowboys, it's kind of a similar resume. They beat the Giants, who are awful. Uh-huh. They beat the Jets with week one without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, this is week two, the first week after the game. Yeah, the Jets are the Jets. The Cowboys lost to the Cardinals, maybe asleep at the wheel. But the Cardinals play people tough at right. times. And then the Cowboys beat the Patriots and beat them down bad. And the Patriots suck. Right, they're so terrible. What I'm getting at is, is that I'm not the four, buying the Cowboys yet. Okay, but the 49ers are four and zero. Oh, yeah, and their resume—they're good. It's, it's 49ers okay. are the favorite to win the Super Bowl plus 100. Okay, and on the other side, they're the Cowboys sitting there at three and one, and their resume's okay. Yeah, but they won the games and they had to win. Right. All I'm getting at is, is. I don't think it's such an overwhelming thing to think that San Francisco is running away with this. I, I think I picked Dallas yesterday.
4: Then I'm definitely taking the Niners. Yeah, that's what you should do. That's exactly <laughs> what you should do. You're going to tell my me- my
2: picks have been so bad. Brock Purdy at home? Yeah, give it to me. Guy hasn't lost the game yet?
4: Yeah, exactly.
2: I know this is a game that nobody- He's going to make Whoa. noise. Nobody's going to be watching this game, I think, other than me and Ciara, but the Broncos and Ciara? the Jets- yeah, isn't that Russell my Wilson's? Goodies, oh, Ciara, that's at the goodies, airport, right?
3: My goodies. I thought it was oh, Ciara. Ciara, oh, like, Ciara. Who, you know, however, I feel like that's one where who, nobody really cares how you pronounce really? it. Really? I mean, Ciara. Russell Wilson's
2: wife, Ciara, isn't oh, that right?
3: Ciara, it? Ciara. Anyway, Anyways.
2: Point is, is that I don't think a lot of people are watching this, but I still have interest in Denver against the Jets. because oh. of, I, I know. Because but, your kid's on the team? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? Because I thought... That what Sean Payton did you to are Nathaniel what, Hackett. C-
4: Cappy, yeah. You are not watching. Don't even start No, I'm telling with that. you. I'm you're telling not, you. No, no, no. Because what Payton and who who? Like all the off field stuff, that's cool, but it's not going to be on the field. The the on-field product is going to be trash. I'm I'm
2: pulling for the Jets to smash the Broncos. Okay,
4: good. You can pull for the you're not watching that game. Oh, I'll definitely be watching no, that game. No, you're not. You're I, gonna tell me that you're gonna go. Jets and Broncos. Y-
2: no, no, and no, you're no, get no, them no, on your TV. no, 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 not in the TV. No, I'll be at a sports bar.
4: They're, they're not going to have that at the sports. bar. Yes, they are. They have every game at no, the sports bar. No. Yes, sir. If no, you're a bar I- that has that game, you should shut down.
3: Yeah, if you have every, if you have every TV, that one's still not being shown. No, you're. Oh, I'm no, no,
2: no, no, I'll no. be walking into the sports bar, going, "Hey, where's the Jets and the Broncos? That's a game I got to see. Not
4: even a Broncos bar is showing that game. <laughs>
5: <laughs> that part.
4: <laughs> Come on, Cappy. Know. No, for reals, dog. I love that game this weekend. Right, Jets and Broncos. Yep, it's a one game. o'clock game. At yep. the same time, you're going to have Chiefs and Vikings, mm-hmm. Eagles, Rams, mm-hmm. Bengals, and Arizona at the same time. Right. So that's it. There's very few games going on. They're playing in the late window. <laughs> Way better games than that.
2: Right. But I'm saying that I like storylines like this. That's a game I'm going to But that's watching. a storyline
4: that's off the field. not On, on the field, you still got to watch a terrible Russell Wilson and a terrible Zach Wilson.
2: Um, I'm going to take Zach Wilson over Russell Wilson. In fact, you know what? I'm in gonna Denver, find out. I'm going to find out what the prize picks have these guys at. You're right looking
4: now. at one in three teams. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, hold on, stand by. We got to hit I this. Can't, break. I can't believe I. Just we got to hit this. Break. The, I clicked on the preview for you, Cappy. I Why? Why? All right, What's everybody wrong with stand me? by? What are hey, you le- doing? C- can
2: we come back to the Dodgers because that is what be- Beto said. It's baseball season. Yeah, it's baseball postseason. Let's get right back to the Dodgers. Stick around. This is Sedano and Cap.
6: Thanks, Chris. And because
5: it's the weekend, I just feel like this is a good song to play. Oh, snap. Oh, stop. yeah. Oh, get that Aquanet, Cappy. Come hey, on. Baby. Let's go.
4: Jumping Cappy. Here he comes. Any ready ready to be the homecoming king. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, you don't even uh, understand, uh, dog. Coat. You- Go you you
2: go. do not even yeah. understand to me get the it's guy what are like, those uh, uh the Jordache jeans get him Cappy oh, let's dude, go this to me I'm in Chess the early nineties oh yeah <laughs> I'm in the early nineties I'm at I'm at a nightclub called Confetti oh and and Debbie Deb is performing this yeah. song yeah oh,
4: go on girl oh yeah little Debbie Deb little yeah. Triniere let's yeah. go Cappy
5: yeah. uh, I knew you guys would appreciate uh, uh, this one uh,
4: this is the Friday anthem right here no matter what oh uh, get that I rock with the Z. D- with the T-top cappy, oh, Z twenty-eight. Oh, the Z twenty-eight. Oh, oh yeah. Oh
2: hell to the yeah.
4: Daytona Beach cappy, with old school the, with Oakley blades going. Oh yeah. Acid man. wash jeans. Yeah.
2: Oh dude, you mentioned that chess king. Oh, I was rocking that gear. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> the double-breasted suit jacket that gets oh, cut off at the waist. Man, I rocked that cappy. Did you? Oh, have, yeah. oh, with the little mullet. Oh yeah. Oh, I had a mullet, and I also they would have these um, tuxedo shirts. And the super thin long ties and then the fake oh. gold like little tie thing at the top. Oh, uh, I was as cheesy as cheesy could be, man. Hey Cappy, um, did you uh you know uh fast time in Ridgemont High? Mm-hmm. Which character were you? I'd say probably Jefferson, you know, the linebacker. No, you were <laughs>
4: <laughs> I have a similar name. You were not Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, uh, yeah. he actually goes to school here. I thought they just flew him in. Oh, that's right.
2: Um, you were, you say, Damone, right. You were you were yeah, Demone, right? You were Demone. I was probably more Demone. You, you know were what I mean? selling tickets, selling concert tickets, yeah, and Blue Easter
4: Cult. Where were you for that? <laughs> right. How <laughs> about
2: ah. yeah, when he calls people and he's like, "Hey, man, I know times are tight, but I need my money." Yeah, you man. know. Yeah, man. What's that? All, right. All right, to we'll go. All right, Kathy.
4: Beto. Dodgers. Damn it, Cornell. Come on. He just scored. They scored again, Cornell? It's 28-17, Harvard. Wow. Anyway, Dodgers. All right, back to the Dodgers.
2: So the thing about this year's Dodger team that Dave Roberts keeps telling me and Andrew Friedman keeps telling me and Mookie Betts keeps saying, this is their favorite team they've ever had because this is a grinded-out kind of ball club. Yeah. So if you guys keep telling me that, and by the way, I've seen it all year. I mean, I've seen what, what has happened to this pitching staff. Kershaw's in the lineup, out of the lineup. There was a point in this season, Beto, I thought we may never see Clayton Kershaw again. To have have a kid like Bobby Miller step up the way he has this year, to watch Julio Urias, I mean, really screw up his life, um, hurt this organization, et cetera. All the injuries along the way, especially to the pitchers. You guys keep telling me you're the grinded-out guys? That's what I'm expecting, and I just cannot see any world
4: where Arizona wins this series. No, they're the grinded-out team that knows how to do this. They were expected to be what? A wild-card team, right? Because the Padres won the offseason, they won the press conferences, and the Dodgers won on the field. And you go and you look at it, and the best part is, they got the better team, the one that they saw a lot this year that they can work. West Coast against the East Coast in the next round. It's going to be perfect. Like, the, the series is going to be really fun, is the Phillies and the Braves. Like, the Phillies, they're walking around with that swagger of, like you know, they're putting up their ring finger. They got everything out there. Like, hey, the, that Grand Slam, that was just fantastic. The, you saw the video, right, where there was no mm-hmm. audio, no, yeah. no announcers. It was just the crowd singing, and then the Grand Slam just chills, right? Phillies might have some of that Phillies magic. Remember when the bat Stairs, Sorry, Dodger fans. I uh, hit that bomb off of Jonathan Broxton, that kind of swagger. Shane Victorino. Phillies might have some of that in there. Mind you, they, they did play great last season. But everybody's also anointed that the Braves are automatically going to be in the World Series. right? They're, yes, they are fantastic. They are really, really good. But I don't think it's so easy. I think that series is going to beat each other up. And I think the Dodgers are going to take this one 3-1. I think Arizona wins a game at home. And the Dodgers are going to do what they got to do. Because this isn't like the Dodgers lost their stud pitchers a few weeks ago and they got to scramble. They've been doing this all season long. Yeah, have got to figure that, out what's going on. That's just
2: it. That, that's just it is that this is a team that through all of the injuries to their pitching staff still found a way mm-hmm. to win over 100 games. Mm-hmm. So if if you guys could pull that off during the regular season, here comes Arizona that squeaked their way into the postseason, 84-win team. Same division, you see them year in and year out, you know them well. Again, Dodgers especially, not just because of who they're playing, but because of what happened a year ago. I mean, I know that I heard Freddie Freeman a lot at the beginning of the year talking about, yeah, well, we lost, and the Padres are doing a lot of talking, but what did they really accomplish? You know, they the, the Padres last year looked at beating the Dodgers as their World Series. When they were done beating the Dodgers, they were kind of mentally done. That was what they needed to. That was what they wanted to do. That was what their goal was. They accomplished it. But if you're the Dodgers and you spent that offseason thinking, hey, man, we're coming back, you're here.
4: It's kind of like Coach Prime would say, we're we here. We're here. We yeah. here. You just put the blenders on the Dodgers and we're
2: go.
0: We're
4: coming. Now, now we're here. Our good friend Bill Plunkett, he was on a Sports Central with Jim Hill, right? And mm-hmm. he said this. The Dodgers remember last year very vividly and how bad things went against the Padres. They're not going to make those mistakes again. Been there, see it. What's going on, right? Clayton Kershaw knows that the Dodgers have the unconventional pitching plan, right? They know, but they've been talking about this. It's not like the front office will say, "All right, guys, uh, today's game one. Here's the plan." They've had to rest this week too. Not being a wild card team has been really good for them, right? Knowing that they can get the arms loose, knowing that they're just going to work out this week and then come play Saturday at home. Cappy, let me tell you, a Dodgers playoff game, fantastic. It's a buzz, it's a vibe. People do not, as much as people want to get on Dodger fans or LA fans, so I can, you know, rip them and say, oh, they show up late, this is that. Mind you, it's hard to get there because of the traffic, because they've got 55,000 freaking Dodger fans going to the game but they show up early for the playoffs. You take half days to make sure you're there for the first pitch. You're not going to see empty seats tomorrow for this. And you're not going to see people leave because it's on right now. Is this Dodger team one that can win the World Series? I don't think so. Is it one that can make it very difficult? Absolutely. But it's also a team that whenever they played Arizona this season, were you ever really concerned?
2: No, never. But and when they by play, the way, when they I play do... the
4: Padres? Mm, yeah. Maybe. When they play the Giants, mm, yeah. And I, mind you, again, I'm not saying, oh, because they beat them in the, in the regular season, it's going to be easy. In the play. It's not going to be easy. They're going to have to grind. And you're going to be wondering, like, what kind of decision is this? What's going on? How long are you going to let uh, Pepio go? How long are you going to let uh, Kershaw go? It's going to be a completely different managed type of season in the postseason.
2: I actually believe that they can win the World Series. Really? You're, you, yeah, I do. I mean,
4: I, I, mean, I now, By also, the way,
2: now, the, listen. The, the lack listen, of
4: pitching depth is what's going
2: to hurt. Of a five-game five series? Give it to me. Seven. Oof. I'm just saying that these guys were still able to find a way to win over 100 games, given what happened to them this year. Mm-hmm. Why not believe that these guys can win it all? Now, listen. I'm not. I'm not doing what, what was written in the LA Times earlier this week. Mark it down now. The Dodgers are definitely going to win the World Series. I'm not saying they're definitely going to. I'm just saying that I think that they could. Um, Which is probably an unpopular opinion, given what we're talking about you know what? with the pitching staff. <laughs>
4: it, it's such a cliche, right? It's a crapshoot, the playoffs. Yeah. It's a crapshoot when you have stud arms. <laughs> when you're trying to figure out who can give me 45 pitches today, or what do we got? That's when it's just, you need stud pitching to get into the World Series. We will see, because they've yeah. got stud offense, and it's been carrying them all year yeah. long. Let's go.
2: Seriously. Hey, um, Beto, I What's know up, that- Cappy? Uh, You're leaving, right? I'm going to be leaving because I got to get over to this high school football homecoming, you know, in the homecoming court thing. But before Cappy, I do, we need a
4: picture of you and the Slay Queen. Okay. Slay like Queen did, picture. Put, put, coming. In the, put it in the in the circle. We want to be all proud of you, man, because okay. it's, it's the last time you get to do this. And the fact that your daughter's at the court, she is a queen to us. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. But before I go, I, I
2: want to say one thing. Um, I mentioned this earlier in the show- and then one of, the, uh, one of the, the circle of trust people, Jackie Diaz, Jackie went out and found the GoFundMe link. I oh, retweeted nice. it. Yeah. So, I, again, if you're out in the Pomona area, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. at a place, here's the address, 1607 North Gary Avenue at a place called Inda's Tire Shop. There's a fundraiser for a family, uh, the Garcia family, and they lost their dad. So now here's the mom with the four kids, and they've got, from what I can gather, this is why they're having a fundraising car wash, they don't have the money to bury or whatever, the father, whatever it is that they decide to do. Um, They don't have the money to lay this man to rest. And so you've got a mom and her four kids. And if anybody's going to be out in the Pomona area tomorrow, 9 a.m., 1607 North Gary Avenue at Indus Tire Shop, they're having a car wash. If you can't make it and you still want to make a donation and help this family, um, you can can find the GoFundMe in the circle of trust. And I know Mason asked me for the GoFundMe, and I know I'm making a donation to help this family. And, um, man. What a story last week. The quarterback throws the game-winning walk-off touchdown two days after dad dies and can't make it back for funerals, can't make it back to be with the family, and I just want to help these families. You know what I'm saying, Beto? Yeah, man. It's, uh, send that tweet out, Cappy, so we can all post it up. Yeah, it's, uh, it's out there, and if you could uh, retweet it, that would be awesome. All right, listen, coming up, coming up next, it is time for Big Deal or No Deal. Beto's taking over. Funchy's jumping in. Lindsay Baseball's in the house. The Queen is here, and I'm going over to homecoming. I'm back on Monday. Beto, take it from here. This is Sedano and Cap. Big Deal or No Deal is next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI,
0: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
4: I'll fill it in for Cappy. Is Bethel Duran? Take it away, Lindsay.
3: Thanks, Beto. Woo. So, I know. Right, they, wait, wait, who's
4: playing here? I can't see. Laura them here. and Funchy are playing. I'm here oh, no, because there's a light reflection. I can't see oh, who's yeah. back there.
5: Okay.
3: Funchy back there. All right, cool, cool. What a Funch. So. Beto, this may make you a little bit torn, since I know that you don't like dogs, but... <laughs> I like your dog. No, you don't. You said you don't like him. But I'm just scared of I it. love
4: Chewy. He's cute from a distance.
3: But, oh, he's so vicious, you know? <laughs> never. He barely even bites his own food. Uh, yeah, yeah, he still bites. You know what's funny? So my new roommate has a very small dog that's probably like three pounds, and Chewy's oh, like I hate a. Sk- those. Sk- yeah, he's afraid of it. He loves big dogs. He wants to play with them and be their friends, but he's afraid of little dogs.
4: Mm, yeah, we all are.
3: Yeah, I feel like they, they're a little... <laughs> they can be a little... Annoying. Intimidating. They're
4: annoying, those little dogs. Anyways, okay. go ahead. Anyway,
3: so I brought that up because your pal, Gabriel Fluffy Iglesias, oh, is yeah. teaming up with the Improv for a cute line of merch to support the ASPCA. Of course, the ASPA, ASPCA is the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. So right now, he has a link up on the Improv's merch shop, which is, the link is improv.com slash merch, for his limited edition t-shirts where all of the proceeds are going to go directly to the AS, ASPCA. Yeah. Somebody misspelled it in the story, by the way. They ASPCA. Yeah, they, they, put ASPCA the, v- yeah, they yeah. had the acronym wrong. Yeah,
4: the ro- uh, rock and roll mar- half marathon that I would do sometimes, it benefits them in October.
3: So, anyway, I just wanted to let everybody know of that. It's not a big deal or no deal because I think it's a big deal that he's using this opportunity to put a limited edition t-shirt on there to benefit the ASPCA. Can I tell you
1: guys a funny story involving Fluffy and one of our guys here? Yeah. So, (laughs) I don't know if you guys noticed, but in the parking lot W, the one that's farthest away, Fluffy has his own parking space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, He Mm -hmm. sold
4: out Staples Center, so they gave him his own parking space. Yeah, so...
1: (laughs) I didn't know this, but, you know, one day, you know, when we used to park in the parking W, you know, uh, Michael Thompson was on the first floor. He was parked in his space. <laughs> yeah, oh, Michael, just, Michael Thompson Michael just, just parked park in his in space. He parked space. <sighs> in his space and just walked away. And I'm like, Michael, you oh, know, you can't park yeah. there. He's like, I don't care.
4: Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'm a Laker. Remember, he spent $100,000 last year on a quinceanera for uh, Rissa. Yeah. Right. For his, his dog. dog his, his dog. dog. That's Yawa. right. That's yes. right. Yes. Yeah. And, yes. uh, people were like, what are you doing to me? because like, look, first of all, I ain't got no kids. I'm going to spend whatever I want. He can spend
3: whatever he wants, regardless if he has kids
4: or not. So uh, a year ago, I did an interview with him for CBS, and I went to his compound where he has the VW buses and everything there, and the dogs run up right away. And you know, the chihuahuas is like, even though I'm not, I'm just like, ah, and he knew my deal with that. He's like, hey. Called the dogs, and they moved away. So he's actually in Europe. He actually sold out the O2 Arena in London tonight. Wee! But the dogs weren't able to go with him to Europe. So he on his yes, Instagram, yes, yes. he's been posting. That's what? cool. Here's what's waiting for me right there. Did the you let him should... know
1: that someone's parking in his parking space
4: down here? Michael uh, Thompson. No. <laughs> Which is, I gotta tell him. Because I'm yeah. supposed to try to get Michael to the compound, but we're not going to do that anymore Did now. you
5: see that crazy... Um Haircut he was getting and in, in, yeah, all in the,
4: Europe, yeah, they, they, with
5: the flame, the flame, and all oh, that stuff. So they, crazy.
4: they cleaned up his head and all that good so stuff. So crazy! Man. He's a good dude, man. He's a, he, we, uh, Martin. Try, we, we might get him in here. Martin's, oh, Martin listens to the station.
3: I know you've mentioned anyway, that. So
4: does Hooter. So where we are. At? So
3: anyway, go to improv dot com slash merch if you want to buy one of these limited yeah. edition fluffy T shirts, where the proceeds go to help the ASPCA. It's cool, great that's, cause. That's cool. Good for him. That's cool. All right, so. That's a big deal or no deal. Uh, More than 80 percent of surveyed psychiatrists now hold strong to moderate beliefs that psychedelics have potential to treat mental health disorders. Uh, Compared to a similar survey that was conducted back in 2016, researchers found that significantly increased optimism regarding the therapeutic promise of hallucinogens and decreased concern about risks. So basically, way more doctors are on board with using psychedelics to treat mental disorders. Uh, is this a big deal or no deal? Beto? Uh, for me, it's a big deal because like, I don't do drugs.
4: I've never done drugs. But if you can do something that can help somebody who is in dire straits, I'm all for it. Because I'm a, I, I think I'm against giving people more medicine for depression more medicine for this it's like right away you diagnose somebody with something and it's like here's a pill when you can figure if you can do something on that side i'm for it
3: Funchy, big deal or no deal
1: uh big deal um even just not even mental stuff but physical stuff like marijuana heals a lot of physical stuff like you see a lot of players nowadays not you know using painkillers but going to marijuana to you know cure their ails and stuff man, like that there's
4: uh sam quinones a pill surprise winner a friend of mine author he wrote about how the um, the pill pandemic e- epidemic took over the opioids that's in, right in ohio uh
3: oh that's like the the ground zero for it. it yeah he yeah. wrote about that this is not was, funny it's pretty no, it's it really is, bad it was
4: over 10 years ago and Yeah. he wrote that and about how people were becoming zombies because of the fentanyl man he wrote this over 10 years ago because it was const- in quickly prescribing the pill, giving the pill, giving the, the pill, getting the pill, and it's just huge because of the big pharmacies.
3: So back to the psychedelics thing, I will say, I, I'm not like you know, I'm I'm like most people where like I don't do a lot of drugs. I've experimented when I was younger, whatever, whatever. Well, when I had like I went through like a really bad episode and I tried mind bloom, which is like the, it's a psychedelic. It's an app basically where you use psychedelic therapy. Yeah. Um. Over the course of like a month and a half, two months. Right. Wow. And it was it worked amazingly for me, and like so much so that like I will probably do it again because I mean, uh, granted, I get to that point again, but like I remember like telling people about it and everyone was so judgy like oh my gosh, Like, because it's it's ketamine therapy, and they're like, isn't that like horse tranquilizer and elephant tranquilizer? And I'm like, well, first of uh, all, They call no. that special
1: K on the street.
3: Right, but that's not no. what it is. Like, again, you're also using it under the supervision of and a doctor and a psychiatrist. If you're getting to that point, don't ask me who I know.
4: I'll leave it alone. If you're getting to that point, Lil Linz, you're desperate.
3: Right, and, exactly. And it's you, like it's for it's for treatment-resistant depression, like this in this case specifically. Yeah. But I know a lot of people who microdose with you know like mushroom tea. My old roommate, he drank mushroom tea every day with this. You know, it's not a lot. You don't. Well, I mean, do you
1: to... do that? Like I mean, they take little
4: doses or
3: whatever. Yeah. So
4: Jake Plummer, the former quarterback, uh, Joe Rogan, uh, the Broncos, he has mushroom farms and he's all about that.
3: Right. I mean, I know people who do that, and it works out great for them. Yeah, so all I'm yeah. going to say is for all the people that are like super judgy about it, like first of all, don't knock it till you try it. And if you don't want to try it, then you know, like obviously, if the doctors and the scientists are yeah. are down with it now, then you know, I, don't don't be
4: like my or the degenerate friend Rompope, where he's all like, yeah, but he's doing it for recreation. Like,
3: no, <laughs> it's like you. Know, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't for recreation. Exactly. But again, you know. That's a whole. This topic is a whole other story for it's a whole other different. day. But I yep. just find it all fascinating. It's fascinating science, and I'm glad that more doctors are on board with it. Yep. Okay. So next one. Robin Williams' daughter Zelda took to Instagram recently uh, to rally against AI recreations of her father, who died in 2014. Uh, Zelda called these recreations 2014? personal, disturbing, personally disturbing. So I haven't, like, gone on to, like, I haven't searched the internet for a whole lot of these AI recreations of her dad, but basically people are taking, um, especially people who are deceased, like her dad Robin Williams, uh-huh. they're taking their, their voices and their, like, videos of them and they're creating, like, new content, which is, you know, oh, what? Is, and they're they're making them say and do all these things that they never actually did. They're doing it all based on. Like where they did the holograms? or Correct. Correct, which is a a lot of this is what the SAG-AFTRA strike with the actors and actresses is about and like how actors will get compensated for their likeness when it's used. Um, But anyway, I wanted to ask you, like, how do you feel about this? Is this whole thing like where you're recreating people who are no longer alive? Is this a big deal or no deal for you, Beto? It's a big deal
4: because they're doing it for monetary compensation. They're not doing it because, oh, I'm a big fan. I want to show off and I want to do this. Like, if that's the case, go play in a mural, right? No, you're doing this because you want the clicks, you want the views, you want the money, whatever it is. It is super, super creepy also. Fun, you watch Righteous Gemstones, right? Of course I do, man. So there was a scene where the the evangelical family, they were struggling, Linz, so they try to bring back the mom. The mom, yeah, remember that. They try to bring back the hologram mom to sing during the church services. And the dad was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Running out. And the kids were like, well, what is it? She's here with us. Like, just super creepy right there. Don't do that.
1: Funch, do big
3: that. deal or no deal?
1: Big deal. Um, I'm sure the Williams family does not want to see Robin come back from the dead and, and someone make money off of their name. And, you know, they're not making any money off of it. But, yeah, like you said, it was a big deal about the strike. And I just can't. Think like how we can, you know, 100 years from now, we're going to have like Ben Affleck in a movie or something, you know, just randomly, you know, from AI.
3: For me, I feel like, okay, so I actually had a similar conversation to this with my dad recently because we were talking about he does this thing called StoryWorth where um, we we paid for this subscription thing where basically there's like this whole system where they have an email prompt and it sends it to him like every Monday morning. Over the course of a year, where he answers a question. It'll be like, What was your first job? Uh, What is your favorite place you went on vacation as a child? And it's just like a year long worth of questions that he's responding to via like email. And then at the end of the year, it's going to put everything into a book and make it look all nice and fancy. And we're going to get to read it and, you know, read it to our grandkids and their kids. I told him, I was like, Dad, you should record yourself when you do these because how great would it be, like, once you're not here anymore, to be able to show like, your grandkids or great grandkids like who you were in person now that's a different and in this case it's different because robin williams daughter her problem is the recreation is without
4: permission his consent they had
3: no idea and so i told my dad i was like dad like i know you're getting older and up there whatever i feel like you need to like tell us what like if that would be something that you'd be okay with because i think it has potential to be something really cool if the person's okay with it but you you know (laughs) now you gotta ask them while they're still alive right you would think <laughs> you know? while
4: you're alive. Right, exactly. Oh man.
3: Anything else in? Um, okay, so I don't know if you guys saw um the Mets Billy Epler. Yeah, he the was, GM. Yes, the GM. He resigned, stepped down, whatever you want to call it. And now MLB is investigating the team and his use of the injured list. Okay. Because I guess I guess a lot of these talks with him stepping down, which I didn't know this because I thought it was kind of weird when he stepped down because he's had some- Well, they they underperformed. They were terrible. Sure, but he still had somewhat of a, it was a short but successful tenure as far as getting a lot of big name free agents They got him, but
4: they didn't deliver, yeah.
3: Okay, but I feel like he still should have given him another year. But anyway- Yeah, he was former Angels. Anyway, a, oh, lot yeah, of, right. Right, a lot of this had to do with the investigation into the team's potential abuses of the injured list. They said that uh, the league was tipped off by an anonymous letter that prompted the probe. Nobody knows like who the source was or anything, or the tip came from. But anyway, um, I guess he had be, been expected to stay on as a GM before this, these allegations came oh, out.
4: Oh, man. So...
3: They're calling it, like, the phantom injured oh, list. Oh, this is from Jeff Passan. Yes.
4: He was placing them with fake, fake injuries. Fake injuries,
3: right, because he wanted to be able to give players rest. Yeah, you... I mean, everybody yeah, does it. Yeah. But, but but wait, no, no, no. The part that that's the, they have the big problem with is, like, if there's a healthy player who's out of minor league options and, like... They're not, you know, they're not playing so well right now and you want to bench him, but you also need somebody who's going to be able to perform instead of like losing that player and like, you know, put a D de- I guess designating them for assignment. You're yeah. going to put him on the injured list. Something so nobody else picks them a, up.
4: Some, you know what? That's somebody he did wrong. That is somebody that I think it's
3: a player probably, right? Yeah.
4: It's somebody who got manipulated that he did wrong, and that is like, you know what? I'm gonna whistle blow.
3: Exactly. So, I was gonna ask you if you think it's a big deal or no deal, but I feel like it's a big deal, and like, there's gotta be more to this, right? Like, that's my question. There's gotta be more to this than like them saying that he was using a phantom injury list.
4: I mean, everybody kind of does it. Like, Kershaw, I mean, not the same, the Dodgers saying he was hurt, but you just take your time bringing him back, right? And you know, as older players, they go on the IL because you want to give them a little bit more rest, but then they come back. It's when you're manipulating guys' playing time. I mean, service That's time. What That's what it is. That yeah, and the their salary, guy. and their and their
3: pension. It has yes. to do with all of that stuff.
4: So it this just and has- whether
3: or not a te- another team can pick them up. Because yeah. in many cases, if if a guy stinks, he's not hitting well, and he's not injured. Like yeah. a lot of teams would put him on waivers. Yep. Yeah. And then someone else can claim them.
4: Uh huh. In the story goes, it's not many people consider this an offense, an offense worthy of resignation, but it could signal a crackdown league wide. Epler pissed off some people. That's what it is. Somebody. Somebody's, Somebody. 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 Heck yeah, like Harvard it. baby. Up forty-one 17. Let's go. My
3: Crimson all day. That looks wow. like our former
4: intern, Graham.
3: Graham. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it does.
4: <laughs> Graham Metzger. He's actually calling the San Clemente High School football Get out of right? here. Oh, yeah. Shout he's, out to he, Graham. He's doing Ayala, Chino Hills Ayala. Uh, against, Ayala? I went to Ayala? Ayala's playing Graduate. San Clemente. So you can listen to Graham. Oh, my God, Graham. Shout yeah, out. You can listen on the NFHS network for Graham Metzger tonight. My guy. I'll tell you, we're all going to be working for him.
3: All right, better before we go to break. Yes. Join corporate Greg this Monday at Hollywood Park Casino. He'll be hosting the Raiders' Monday Night Football watch party and giving you a chance to win a million bucks. That's this Monday, starting at five p.m. at Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, play. All right, and that'll do it for Big Deal or No Deal coming up.
4: Uh, Funch, are we gonna do this for you? Are we gonna do? Are we gonna let Funch on the street actually talk? It's dealer's choice. Uh Funch, you got dealer's choice coming up on a Friday. They messed up. Everybody left. Beto's in charge. Laura, cuidado. Lindsey Baseball, Funch, and you on 710 ESPN.
0: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Splash! Shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Let's go. Final segment
4: here of 710 ESPN. Bethel Duran, fill it in for Sedano. And then also fill it in for Cappy, who went to his daughter's homecoming. She's on the court. We'll find out the full details of what happened to young Cappy. On Monday, uh, we got Lakers basketball tomorrow. Sliwa gets the pregame going at 4:30. I'll be on the postgame and halftime. And right now, it's the final segment of the day. Right? Am I doing this right, Laura? Yes,
5: correct. And we have dealer's choice, and you sprung it on
4: Funchy. It's dealer's choice, and I want to throw it to Funch. Let's see what my producer on Lakers Talk can do when he's pressed into the action. What first do you got, Funch?
1: All, first of all, pregame starts at four.
4: What the heck?
1: Uh, <laughs> Game <laughs> at four tomorrow. Well, yeah, again, I only got half
4: time. So what
1: time do I have to be here? Uh, hopefully try to be here by uh 5:30 by tip-off, so we can co- kind of go over some stuff.
4: <laughs> All right, I like that. Take yeah. charge, fun. Yeah. After 20 years, you finally tell me what to do.
1: <laughs> can I say something to the audience? betzel has been with me tw- almost 20 years. He trained me on the board. And I love him to death.
4: Look at him. I'm so proud of you, man. Appreciate it, man. I harass Funchy like no Mm -hmm. other because when we used to work at the 710, actually it was 1110, then it became 710 in Culver City off of La Cienega. Uh, it would be like Fridays at ten thirty, eleven. Yeah, working uh, Angel games. Not even that. Yeah, I would. One of us would be pushing the buttons for Terry Smith on Angel Talk, and mm-hmm. somebody else getting the highlights. And mm. we had no idea. We first of all, we weren't trained enough. We should not have had those jobs. Ah, uh, but times were P- different. Plus the horse racing show on Saturday oh, morning. Saturday Mike morning. Mike Woolman, shout out to Mike Woolman out there. Mike, Mike Woolman, uh, Santa Anita. It was Thoroughbred LA. This is how far we go back, Lance. We used to be Saturday morning board ops. Um, I would get there like five o'clock, no six o'clock. Yeah. Willman would call in wherever he was at. It was a Saturday morning horse racing preview show. Literally time. a
1: two-hour show wrapped into half an hour.
4: Yeah. And uh, you had to call people. You had to call a guy named Jonathan Herdoon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> who would give you tip sheets. Uh, this is an early two thousand, Linz. And it was. You, it, it sounded like a Saturday morning degenerate gambling show. And I love it it, was. It, it. it was. It was perfect for us. It's uh, funny. And then Mike would like... Uh, say, hey, guys, I got these commercials. Uh, Can you edit them and put it together? And it was like, the show starts in 10 minutes. And that's when we had the, uh, the yeah. 360 machine. We used oh, to man, yes, yeah, yes. So we really would do everything. I would bring McDonald's sometimes. Uh, you know, we would just take our turns. And yeah, it was then... It was interesting. It was interesting times. It was a grind. Sometimes mm-hmm. we would work the midnight to 6 a.m. shifts. Oh, shift, yes, yes. Oh, I've done And that's that. when we would overlap. So it was like, imagine you're like 22, 23 years old and you're working Friday night at midnight. Oh my goodness. The I best time. I didn't
1: well. I didn't have have a social life for a little bit. Man. No, we
4: didn't want one. <laughs> we didn't want one. We, we've all done the grind of what it yeah. is. And that's why people are like, why do you harass Funchy? You gotta have
1: to go out like on a Tuesday night and no one
4: goes yeah. out on Tuesday night. And it's like, why do you harass Funchy? Because I've seen him grow up uh-huh. in this business. And he's still skinny, and that's what ah, pisses me get off. Here. Dude. This dude has lost weight in twenty years. Nope. I've gained a
1: hundred, and you've lost. Oh my goodness, man! We I said remember. that
5: to him yesterday.
1: Yeah, so
4: he takes care of himself. So yeah, I'm looking forward I
1: to it. Remember when forward. your son was like just a little baby? You mean born? Aww. yeah, yeah. I but now when, he's playing like college basketball. Yeah. So then.
4: Mattel was born in 2005. I was a part-time board op hmm. uh, slash part time. i was producing for joe and doug at the same time and uh I, rest in peace I, yeah rest in peace joe mcdonald but i literally left the hospital and i went to work and i had their bracelet from the hospital uh from, oh yeah
5: the one that they give you
4: yeah the one where you're allowed to go back yeah. in and see your yeah. kid from uh what was it Torrance morrow he was born so i would go in there and i had the bracelet i'm like i looked at i remember pushing the buttons for the afternoon show and they're like what are you doing here i'm like well i'm part time i don't get If I don't show Mm -hmm. up, I don't pay. I don't Mm -hmm. eat. And now, literally, I got to take care of a kid. Uh, So that that was interesting. Good times, Funch man. Good times. I'm like Mario and I started together. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I got hired in 2001. So uh, now it's 2023. Shout out
1: to anyone that's been listening since then too. Yeah. So
4: now 2023, we're doing the post game show for the Lakers. I'm excited for it. Guys, it'll be good, man. I'm excited for it a lot. So, uh, like, to be able to do anything Lakers related in this town is a privilege and it's an honor. Mm Uh, and to do the post-game show with the one that's for the fans, for the people, means the most. That's why when they're like, hey, you can work with Alan Sliwa. I'm like, hell yeah, Sliwa does pregame because Sliwa's fantastic at what he does, uh, but I get to do the post-game because that's more kind of my smart Alex style. Loose? Uh, uh, yeah, we can cut loose if it's 11 mm-hmm. o'clock after we <laughs> play Toronto, you know? <laughs> Look, I can't wait for that Christmas night game or New New Year's Eve Funch. Oh, yeah.
5: Ooh, you get ready. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: God, I man, I just... Oh, man. But
5: Wilbert, get uh, ready. Wilbert. <laughs> uh, whoever that guy is. That's yeah,
4: cool. Wilbert.
0: you are to be Wilbert. We'll be entertained,
1: yeah. man. We'll yeah, go yeah.
4: So it'll be cool. We'll have fun. Looking forward to it. And uh, it's uh, it, again, it's a bit, big working. responsibility. Hopefully we're working a
1: lot until June, man. You know what I mean?
4: I expect it to because there's, like I've covered the 8, 9, and 10 uh, NBA Finals. In, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow. So that was cool. And to, be, to be around for this is going to be great. And it's going to be the show for the people. Um, we're not going to take many calls because- Sometimes, if you're calling at 11 o'clock, you might be like. Wait, but
3: if it's a show for the people, you would be taking a lot of calls. Hold no, on, no, not many because we're going to
4: screen them good because think about Girl. it, Lindsay. Listen,
3: Fire, I was at 11. That woo-woo. was my favorite. <laughs> Listen, I mean, I used to run the board for late night post game shows when my teams were awful because my teams have always been That's awful. That's easier. That's right. easier. Yeah. Well, because awful teams. I want you drunk.
4: You're
5: right. Really yeah, they're drink. right. Dude, those calls, because I mean, I've worked with Funch uh, for the Lakers stuff sometimes. Sometimes Wilbert, sometimes it's me. But like, he always, we always like, man, today they play so bad. And what do we say, Funch? We're going to get good calls.
4: Yeah. It, no, no the, calls. the calls would be, no, I'm saying say it's for the people. So we're going to, like I said, we're going to create a Lakers talk community on Twitter. Also, yeah. Involved in that. Uh, get the social media people involved. Every, all that good stuff. We're going to do the streaming. So it's going to be a lot of fun. If you have any suggestions on what we could do, we'll do it. Because, you know, Lizzie, you know this. If somebody started in the business uh, sports talk radio has evolved listen to the station listen to the way the shows are right now Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. we have fun we have personalities and it's incorporating everybody and you can't do the same stale thing that you did four or five years ago you got to adapt and move on and that's what we want to do with the show
3: i feel like sure. you should do some type of fudge on the street you know with like fans immediately after the game yeah F- oh,
4: Funch, we could be Funch we could be. Can we hold be. out we the could mic be. Be. to
3: the fans walking past them we
4: we could do that in the playoffs we could be
3: we could be awesome yeah. yeah we could do some of that in the playoffs we, we have a lot
4: of ideas going we're going to try to get michael thompson involved Nice. Yeah. And Love it. Yeah. And just so Michael can rip on him. Uh, <laughs> I, no, ri- I mean, rip on Funch. Not- I so. know. I know.
5: Yeah,
3: so well, if fun- you
1: see Michael, he's parked in the fluffy spot <laughs> over there. Oh my there.
4: God. <laughs> <laughs> Liz, what you got this weekend?
3: Um, I have to, I have to go to the title bureau tomorrow, or the DMV here, because in Ohio they have the title bureau and the DMV. Yeah, I have I to deal know, with the title. Wait a minute, it's called the title bureau. They, it's bureau? separate. <laughs> it's a completely separate thing than the DMV. They're two different things. So I have to go to the DMV tomorrow because I have to get a title, a new title for my car, oh, because nice. I'm giving my car to my dog walker, and like I guess you need to get it. I need you to better, get yeah. the title because it's in Ohio, mm-hmm. and then it's so. Oh yeah, Ohio anyway. Ohio
0: you Give yeah,
1: yeah. do- cars to your dog
3: walker. Damn, I'm God, giving my dog. old car oh, to oh, my dog, oh, dog. Hey, hey, dog. walker. Hey. Walk walk oh, no, you don't want my car. Trust me. It's my old car. Oh, the old car? Yeah. yeah, I'll take it. Buckets yeah, on us. Yeah. I got it all day. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, for what I'd get to donate <laughs> it, like, you know, she needed a car and cool. she helped me out a lot oh, That's true. That's great. So I was just like, you know what? I don't know how much longer this car is going to run, but like, she got to check down. She's like, she's like, if I could keep this for a year and save up some money, that'd be great. So I was like, okay. All right. So I got to go to the Are we got to go? We
5: got you're a minute. In, um, a minute. All right, what are you doing, Laura? Quick. I'm working. Where? Lakers. She'll see you tomorrow. I'll yeah. see oh, oh, you tomorrow. I should have been nice today. I'm working the London, uh, one of the London games on oh, Sunday. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. Funch? What do you got? What's
4: your wife gonna yell at you for? <laughs> working with you tomorrow. That's what. Uh, oh, does your wife know you're working with me?
1: Yes, she does. She's really happy about it too.
4: Uh, oh. We'll see about that soon. Uh, again, you thank you for everybody. Nice. Thank you for all the nice compliments. I appreciate every single one of you. Uh, to the guy who told me I changed it up when I'm on TV, on the radio. What up, Victor? Appreciate you interacting with me. I wore my tejana just for you. Uh, but yes, Lakers tomorrow, 4 o'clock. Thanks to everybody that listened throughout the week. We appreciate you. The station loves you. For everybody involved, Lindsay, Funchy, Laura, and everybody on the scenes. Beth Duran, have yourself a great weekend on 710 ESPN.